Hey everybody, welcome to the Bob's Burgers After Show here on AfterBuzz TV. Season 7, episode 14, Aquaticism, and episode 15, Ain't Miss Debatin'. These were a couple of real, real fun times, and we're going to talk all about them in just a moment. You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, AfterBuzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin! Oh, yeah. I realize the way I say real is really strange. Like I said, real, real fun times. Real, real fun times. Yeah, it's really good. Yeah. It's kind of like... Um, like Deep Valley. A li- yeah, it is kind of Deep Valley. That's, that, mm-hmm. that California Valley. Yeah. It's... Uh, yeah, I think that the... Ca- First of all, when I was a kid... Uh, around, I think it was 10 when Clueless came out, and that mm. movie had a profound impact on my life. And on the way you wanted to like, and on, talk. Yeah, the way I wanted to talk. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, I think that that didn't help, that I already gravitated towards that kind of speech. Uh, I also watched a lot of kind of 90s shows where they did that super, like, 90s teen speak. Yeah. And again, it was like that very Valley Girl thing. I mean, yeah. you know, Kimberly... Like its own yeah, I mean, Kimberly the Pink Power Ranger was like my idol when I was <laughs> seven or however old I was when Power Rangers started airing in the U.S. So, yeah, I I feel like I came by it naturally and then just living in L.A., it's just gotten worse. It really really has. Yeah, I hear that. But I have to say, uh, especially the aquarium episode of this, like, took me way back to my New England roots. Welcome, guys. Here we are. Bob's <laughs> Burgers it together. After Show. Yep, I got, I got back there eventually. She brought it back, you guys. Uh, two episodes to talk about today, so yes. uh, it's going to be a great time. Double the fun. Uh, exactly. Uh, if you guys are watching on YouTube, that's awesome. Remember, you can also check us out on iTunes, so you can take us with you on the go and, you know, have yeah. conversations or, 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 you know, listen to me explaining the way I talk while you drive to work, which I'm it's sure true. is really thrilling it's and exciting true. You can download you. us and listen to us on some sort of subway or place you don't have the internet and can't do the YouTubes. That's yeah, it's absolutely true. That's so right. But if you are listening on iTunes, remember we are also on the YouTube mm-hmm. so you can see our faces and hear our voices and even check out our live chat which is happening right now. Whoa. Uh, let me introduce uh, this fine gentleman sitting across the table from me, Andrew Mena. What's oh, going hello, on? Oh, Yes, I am Andrew Mena. You can find me on Twitter at, at Andrew Mena or check out my website www.andrewmenacomedy.com And it's, I'm Emma Fife. I can be found all over the internet at my name. Keep it very simple. Mm-hmm. Well, wherever MR5 says wherever sold, MF5, or so I'm told. Or so are sold, though I, I don't that rhymes. know too many MF5s that are on sale. Uh, <laughs> I'm not the only... They're, they're not. I'm not the only one, but I'm like the best one. Yeah. Uh, anyway, uh, yeah. You're so, like the platinum MF5. Yeah, well, my hair is platinum blonde, so See, there you go. See, it's not by coincidence. Yeah, I'm just like making that declaration really strongly. Makes sense. Uh, so yes, uh, aquaticism. <laughs> that was mm. the first episode that we mm. had today. Uh, uh, I really enjoyed uh, in the opening uh, credits. Uh, the business next door was oh my gosh. propane accessories, dominatrix supplies, mm-hmm. and we were kind of keeping that theme going in the next one where it was. Oh, uh, it was uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I wrote it down. It too. was oh, uh, looks like we're in for nasty, nasty leather. leather. Oh, I loved it. Yeah, so good. Uh, but like, and and just the placement of those stores, just right next to a burger place and the mortuary. Just love it. Yeah. Yep. Live your bliss. Yes, indeed. And this was all about, uh, this episode started off with Tina living her bliss. She totally was living her bliss. Going to the aquarium. I so, I so related to Tina in both of these episodes. I mean, I, I regularly feel like I relate to Tina, but especially as Tina has kind of 
blossomed into a, a just a different stage of awkward character. Absolutely. Um, I feel like as, as she's gotten some more sort of realistic expectations about relationships and things like that and and she's now at a point where they're finding like other little quirks about Tina like her whole thing with the aquarium I was oh my like gosh. I and love like, aquariums. It is the closest. Like, I love how close it is to a religion for Tina. Like, how how able she is to summon up that, like, language of just, like, uh, connectedness. And, like, yeah. how convincing she is yeah. to, uh, what's his name, Roger. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's so true. She and Louise were both, like, on fire with this yeah. fake religion. I mean, Louise, Louise writing all of the, like, uh, or, or coming up with the copy, basically, mm-hmm. for all of the literature. <laughs> yeah, the little Bible they had. Yeah, yeah. Oh, and the drawings. There are drawings. Oh, yes. To see them. We did not get to see them. No. I was a little bummed we didn't get to see the Easy drawings. Uh, yeah, but I, I i mean, literally the entire plot of this episode was focused on them creating a fake religion so that Judy, who runs the aquarium, which might actually just be a keychain store that has a mm-hmm. few fish in it, right. uh, didn't have to close down because she couldn't pay her taxes. Right. Uh, because, you know, in a conversation store, at great. the restaurant... Uh, Mort let slip like, oh, you know, if it's a if it's place of worship, a place of worship, then or a non for profit, then they don't have to pay taxes. And then light bulbs for the kids. Uh, and well, like, oh. light bulbs specifically for Louise. For Louise, yeah, who's totally okay with doing something like this. But I love. Yeah, you're right. Not for Tina at all. In fact, she was very confused. She was very confused, but at the same time, you know, when they proposed the idea to Judy, and Judy's like, "I don't, I don't think I can pull this off." And Tina's like, "Listen, I'm not much of a lion, Brian myself, but <laughs> best term, yeah, but for this, you know, yeah. establishment which I care about so much." I'm willing to make some compromises. Yeah, it's important. Yeah, yeah. I uh, and and then the whole scene where that uh, the they basically go online and they apply for the you know tax exemption status, yes. and then the uh, IRS agent uh, comes by Roger Finley, Flanley, Flanley. Flanley. Yes, Roger Flanley, mm-hmm. uh, who uh, was played by Ken Marino. Wonderful. Uh, it's and his second time here. In yes. Bond? Yeah, but not as this character. No, this is the first time we've seen him as this character. Yes, that's right. Yes. That's right. Um, now, the thing that was so lovely about this episode was that even though, yes, obviously you had this sort of like tax exemption plot as the catalyst for all of it, it ended up sort of being a love story mm-hmm. between, between Judy, Judy and, and, and Roger. Roger. Oh, yeah. It was so sweet. And yeah. like Ken Marino is so is so like genuine and eager. Mm-hmm. Like that eagerness of Roger's character was so wonderful. He he says like specifically when they're like convincing him, it's oh you know like right after they show him the the Bible, right. uh, they're like oh you know uh, telling him all the things. And I just wrote down what he said, which was oh my god that was just so beautiful and thoughtful. And we find out later he's just specifically talking about Judy, right. which is so I was just so he's so charming. And I and I liked that you had sort of this parallel of him really you know, falling in love with her, but he was kind of attributing it to, oh, I think this is like a really beautiful religion. I think this is my calling. Oh my gosh. And he was so, he's like, I don't think I'd have my nerve later. We got to do this now. Like obviously going to the, you know, the big thing. Yes. (laughs) Well, because the kids Uh, have set up the whole interior of this tiny aquarium to give the impression that this really is a church going so far as to have a bulletin board of activities. Oh my gosh. Which... Included a single Yes, a single... (laughs) I loved that 
Louise was like, oh, uh, yeah, that was canceled because all the singles died. Yeah, there are no more singles. <laughs> There's no more, no more singles, people. Uh, which led us to the them having to pull off this fake singles mixer. Oh, my God. Which they get Bob and Linda and, and Teddy, Teddy and, Mort. and Mort all involved in. And what's her name? Um, oh, I can't. Ah, uh, yes. The woman Gina? who runs the hair salon no. and I'm, lost all the weight. I'm forgetting and, it right now. Yeah. But yes. That went on the she all, the all uh, uh, vegetable and fruit peel diet. Right. And who had, helped ooh, Linda and she had the parties. Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. And yeah, uh, yeah. and Gosh, wanted Janet? to do the wine shoes. Jim, and I can't, I cannot remember uh, her name at all. Someone in the chat, tell us what yes. her name is. It's going to drive uh, us crazy. Yeah, she's so funny though. Yes. Um, and but I loved this singles mixer too because not only did you know you continue to have this really nice buildup of this relationship between Judy and Roger, both of whom we have never seen in the show right. before. This is their first appearance. But I was so in, like I was so invested. Me in too. This. Like they were yeah. both. Like, really awkward, kind of lovely people. They both just seem like they never got love, and you're like, ah, you deserve love together. Yes, you deserve each other, yeah. guys. You could be that puzzle piece, yeah. baby. Like, uh, yeah. And then, uh, but <laughs> Bob and Linda flirting with one another. Oh my god, I wrote that down. As if they so... did not know one another. <laughs> it's so bad. It's so hilarious. Oh, it was cutely bad. It yeah. was, they were both so awful that you're like oh they were they're I love Bob and Linda's relationship, and this whole episode was about Linda trying to school Bob and like oh, how yeah. to get better tips. Yeah, how to be yeah how to be more charming, taking her to charm school. Right, exactly. Oh my gosh, because she you know she brings in a lot of money because she's you know she's Linda and she's very endearing and and Bob maybe not so much. Yeah. Uh, so. Uh, I love that she tries to guilt Bob into going by guilting him about pooping. <laughs> she was like, you flush so often, Bob. You you have to go and save the fish. Come on. Yeah. I loved that that was the reasoning. It's like the most round. Anyway, I, I just love it. Yeah. Well, and then all of them were like so excited to participate in the kids' in the singles. plan. Yeah. 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 Loved it. And, uh, and I remember, I, I can't remember what Linda said to Bob as he approached her and and she was like, oh, oh, oh are you uh, working your, your charm on me from over? I noticed you working your charm yeah. on me from over there. And he's like, yeah, I, I noticed you drinking over a here. Lot. <laughs> yeah. He, it's like judgmental that he comes over. He's like, yeah, I noticed you drinking a lot. Uh, the thing is that Linda does not take that as judgment. No, you know not what at all. I mean? No, like, she's like, just like, oh, that's a fact. Yeah, so beautiful about so that character. Cute. I also she's... love that when Teddy gets like a little too much mm-hmm. and punches Bob because he's just like, we're having a good time. We're yeah. doing this thing. Yeah, uh, Bob is like, I, I didn't like that. I'm gonna walk away now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's just it's and Teddy wearing his tux from prom. <laughs> yeah, not not my prom. Yeah, but from a prom. And also the misinterpretation <laughs> of. Uh, the of going into the jellyfish tank as uh, being overheard as yeah let's all get tanked <laughs> yeah that was really cute because going into the jellyfish tank is you know the way of being baptized right is th- that was their final like line in the sand that they're like he won't do this it would be crazy right like he's not gonna actually take the plunge right, well, because the kids kind of realize they're like oh no he yeah. wants to stay and he we wants to come to back every no. day we yeah. can't keep this up it's yeah. too much uh, yeah are we gonna are we gonna raise our kids in this religion yeah, or whatever I know, yes so yeah. yeah, are we going to have to live here now forever? We're just going to yeah. be here all the time. Uh, and then basically they assume, of course, he's not going to go in the jellyfish tank, which he doesn't go in because of the religion. He goes in because he's like, he's I don't want to miss out on spending time with this woman. Yeah. yeah. Um, which is wonderful. It, and no, it, it really it really is. Uh, 
But Jean's description of going into the jellyfish tank uh, as being circumcised everywhere (laughs) except your penis. Except your penis. Was, Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, that sounds... Yeah, it sounds like what I mean, I'm, like. I have never been stung by a jellyfish, but no. I assume it's rather unpleasant. I, I loved that he had questions right before he jumped in. What is it? There's a medic on hand, or are you gonna call, you're just going to call an ambulance? Or, well, whatever, let's do this. Like, yeah. <laughs> like, there are logistic issues, but whatever, go for yeah, it. You're, we you're happy. You're certainly know it results in needing uh, to apply medical ointment that to That does yourself. not smell very good, uh, probably because it has ammonia in it. Probably, mm-hmm. uh, throughout the day, because I believe that jellyfish are a little on the, you know, poisonous and uh yeah and the kids basically being like no they like show up at his office right yes they yeah they seek him out did you order some children sir and yeah no but send them up anyway yeah. like what <laughs> do people at this office order children often like, yeah i loved that that was just even a phrase yeah mm-hmm. well and i loved his like douchey co-worker too uh. that was like oh man can you not apply the it smells really strong and he's like cool i'll just be Itchy and in pain, in pain, and he's like, "Yeah, Thank thanks, you. man. Thank you no. so much." Such a douchebag. <laughs> uh, but yeah, the kids show up to implore him to be like, "You really should like make that movie. Make, again. Give it a give yeah. it a chance." Yeah. We know it was tax fraud, but I love that like he didn't really care yeah. <laughs> that they were trying to commit tax fraud uh, in the end. Nope. It's the sweetest thing. Yeah, and yeah. he just, you know, goes back. And the, my favorite part was the two of them. It was uh, Judy and Roger interacting at the end. Mm-hmm. And the kids are like, is this going well? I can't tell. But Tina going, oh, yeah, it's, it's going, going very well. well. Because she's, she knows. Because she weirdly <laughs> is, because as a very, like, awkward person herself who doesn't always necessarily interact in the most conventional of ways she's able to recognize that like unconventional interaction yeah Yeah. connection between these two people it's like a tina language yeah it is a tina language absolutely um the the language of awkward love i know which uh tina really exemplifies how she's how just because it was interesting because in this two episode it was like these two people found each other that were the same kind of awkward. Yes. And so they worked out really well. And Tina, in the next episode, it was like two people who are both awkward, but in ways that don't, like... Aren't compatible. Mesh together. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, and they were such wonderful Tina episodes together, especially to put back-to-back, to give you kind of, like... You know, it's not about Tina's romance. It is a little bit about Tina's romantic ideal, like yes. ideology, in the beginning. But like in the other, in the other episode that we're about to talk about, yeah. is actually a Tina romance. Yes, in uh, Ain't Mister Baton. Uh, yeah, great title. Uh, I, first of all, I adored Tina in the debate club. Oh my gosh! And this whole episode it, was like a yeah, home run this, for me. Yeah, like this, a this plus whole episode, episode was amazing to me. And I mean, don't get me wrong. Like I loved Aquaticism. Yeah. I thought it was it was ver- a very sweet episode, but. This episode was just mm-hmm. so good. Both Tina's storyline being part of the debate club and the, the B storyline. Oh my gosh, of making, Meat Man. Yeah, the stop meat motion uh, meat movie. I didn't know how much I would love Meat Man by the end, but Meat Man was 
like darling. I was, it was wonderful. actually like really dis- especially because we got to see Bob's reaction to watching the film. Like I was disappointed that we didn't just like see the whole thing. Like for a second, I thought we were going to see it in the closing credits, but we just we saw kind of snippets saw it. Yeah. of it. So. I was happy with what we saw. I like was like they're not going to show us the whole thing. But yeah. I hear what you're saying. But like, I would, I would, have loved I would to have absolutely seen it. watch the yeah. whole thing. Maybe special edition director's cut something. Yes, exactly. DVD thing. Exactly. Ugh, um, please. Yeah, but uh, it, it kind of starts with uh, Tina being invited to join the debate club and she's not sure that she wants to. She's a fear of public speaking. She's a fear of public speaking. She's got this on again, off again thing with Jimmy Jr. going on and then she turns and sees him talking to some other girl. Showing him, showing her he can kiss his elbow because that's impressive. Yeah, I mean, yep. Sure. And she's like, oh, so we're just showing off elbow kissing to everybody Mm now? Um, But, uh, yeah, and so that obviously sort of fuels her desire to go ahead and join the debate team Mm -hmm. and the way that they sort of coach her into being good at debating was like think of that moment that makes you really Really? angry and for him the moment (laughs) is when they canceled firefly i was like me too man it was (laughs) me too and like it just said so much about henry (laughs) as a character like i it was it was so specific (laughs) and great and you're like oh this (laughs) <laughs> this is that that sweet little nerdy kid mm-hmm. who probably isn't going to go on a date until he's in grad school, yeah. as he predicted. <laughs> he was so happy. He's like, I'm way ahead of schedule, so. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, yeah. He was really cute. This whole thing was really freaking cute. Like, yeah. I love, I, I just love the canceled Firefly thing. And that her she, her looking for her thing that makes her yes. mad. It turns out to be Jimmy Jr., but it's like, Horace Sandals? Like, she can't think of I one. Know. I love that that is possibly one that makes her mad. Yeah, yeah. And it was. It was like all like like odd little Tina isms that made her mad. A rat tail. That's a deal breaker oh, yeah, for her. A deal breaker. Yep. <laughs> I love that. Um, but yeah, but when she did find that moment of like it was like, oh no, it's like that Jimmy Jr. could possibly be interested in, in some other girl. Yeah. And, and so much of this episode too was her kind of recognizing. I mean, she was mad about Jimmy Jr., but it wasn't like devastating her. It was just like she was pissed off about that. Yeah, understandably him. so. And yeah. then it was and then it was so much about her like getting over her romantic idealism or trying to with Henry because she's like he's he's smart he's got a good head on his shoulders he shows up when he says he's going to show up like everything's perfect about him except for the fact that I'm not attracted to him yeah this episode does a really good job of like doing um, within the story a theme and then having the theme overtly said within the episode mm-hmm. so what their debate topic is is should we have a president that's a robot heart and emotion or uh, heart and emotion versus logic and like the brain and mm-hmm. that is essentially what she's saying for her relationship with this guy is like well he's like not my brain says like no I don't want to or my heart says I don't want to be with this guy but my brain says like logically it makes sense like, right we have a lot in common or whatever right so right yeah yeah i, I just love that like, I, <laughs> you did a great I job also just like I, it together. I so i i really related to that too because i feel like that's something that we all go through and i don't think it's necessarily like portrayed in media as often as it should be and i i, I mean that's one of the things that bob's burgers does really well is it does take all of these very relatable human very experiences. Real human experiences. Very yeah. real human experiences. And I mean, of course, it puts the Bob's Burgers like quirky spin on it. But um, I, but Tina 
going through that speech of like, no, this 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 guy would be good for me. Like, yeah, oh, God. to her mom too. I've like, so been there. Yeah, and and what's what's wonderful is too, as I've been on the other side, I've been that guy, Aww. the Firefly boy, because he has that moment after he's been broken up with during the debate, which oh, ouch, but you know, whatever, move yeah. on. Um, uh, and let's talk about Reese Darby in a minute. Cause, oh my God, <laughs> oh my but um, God. so he gets broken up with, and then he has that little moment of when she like kind of aces the debate still because she's Tina and she's rocking it, and he's like, uh, what is what is he? Saying? He's like, uh, she's still amazing. Like, yeah. and you're like, oh, I get it, well, man. And I like, I get it. And I like too that you know the resolution <laughs> between them was no, we're still debate partners, yeah. and I still think you're a good person. I'm just not the girl for you. I mean, right. that's that's. Well, and there's it, someone out there. It's not it's debatable. Not, yeah, oh, it's, oh, it was so sweet. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, it, it was it was a nicer way, I think, of that sort of therapist thing because I I remember like going through a, a scenario kind of like this where I was like, oh, I agreed to go on a date with this guy and I don't really want to. I don't really like him. I don't know why. I said yes because I every time ev- every single time and this is a good life lesson for everybody. You cannot force yourself to be into somebody. You just can't. Right. Um. You know. I've I've definitely gone out with people before where I'm like, oh, but they're they're they'd be so good for me, and I'm reasonably attracted to them. And if you're just not feeling it, especially if you are feeling someone else, yeah. Tina, uh, Tina. As, as she learns, um, uh, it it just isn't. It's not going to work. Exactly. Um. So I I lost my point about what this was, but that it that like you gotta have both is what she's saying. You gotta, you gotta have a heart and a brain both. and lips yeah, and a butt and boobs if it's a woman. And boobs if it's a woman. It's okay. <laughs> it's okay to want it all. Yes, is what I'm saying. Exactly. And um, you're not wrong. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. And that and that was what it was. It's so like the the sort of therapist approach to like letting someone down easy yeah. is I just don't think we're a match is yeah. like what you're supposed to say. It's like this like and I and I hate to say this because it sounds almost like silly and preachy but it's not, it's a very like 21st century progressive like beautiful yeah. understanding and like uh, c- inclusive way yeah. of being like I'm so sorry that this re- like is not going to work yeah. but I still think that like as a the species of community etc we should still like exist together yeah absolutely and i think that that bob's burgers just did it better yeah with with tina being like i'm not the girl for you but there is a girl for you somebody out there there for you yeah very strong yeah but let's let's talk about uh (laughs) reese darby Oh my gosh! And what's his name in I this? I did not even write it down because I was just yeah. like, "It's Reese Darby." He's too wonderful. Yeah. Oh my gosh, Reese Darby is an international treasure. I he love him really so is. much. Yeah. There's not a thing that Reese Darby does that I don't love. Every one of his little lines was a beautiful, silly little like New Zealandism. Mm-hmm. He was just uh, all the nonsense, uh, like kind of slang colloquialisms yeah. that I, I'm sure they made up. I hope they made up. Yeah. Well, and and Sasha noticing immediately because they basically are oh like, "Oh, gosh. this other team that we're playing, like Sasha." is the only mm-hmm. one on their team that's not terrible at debate. Yeah, Sasha then, came back too. The yeah. Kingshead Island team. Oh, Sasha. Mm. Uh, and then they saw the video of the New Zealand exchange student and Tina was like, mm-hmm, yep. Uh, oh, ooh, yeah. Don't, don't think about the hot foreign exchange student. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she was smitten real hard. Yeah. Yeah. And then just has to, like, steal a kiss because, of course, she did. Well, and I think that some of that, too, was kind of that whole lesson of you can't force the attraction part of a relationship. Right. Because it was like she kissed him and she was like, okay, I just need to try one more thing to make sure. And she was like, yep. All right. (laughs) Yeah. Let me, let me make sure. Yep. Yep. It was her kind of realizing that because especially with Henry, like she, and she kept doing it in such a clever way to be like, no, we shouldn't kiss. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah, we don't need to use our lips. I loved that one thing when they're like, did you do your tongue exercises? What? No, I didn't do, oh, uh, you no, mean the tongue pack. exercises. No, it's just a Oh, uh, yeah. yeah, of course. Yep, <laughs> that I did was those. really good. I definitely did those. <laughs> that was really good. Um, and, and I love that, like, the beginning part of the debate was just them go uh, confessing everything that had happened. Yeah. Yeah, it, yeah. It was, they they clean slate on page one, so that oh no, now they're starting off with a handicap, but they're coming back strong. They do. Uh, I kn- I knew Tino was gonna pull it out, but I legitimately applauded when Wagstaff won that debate. Yeah, and she got really good at the debates. I love the little like training montage where she's getting good at it, and she's like, "We should eat dog," and like other like horrifying weird things that she had to argue for. Yeah, because that that was also cool. That I uh, there's this really cool play called The History Boys. I don't mm-hmm. know if you've ever seen it. You okay? Yeah, and that's the theme too. Is where they have to argue for things. Things that they don't like ethically or like morally believe, believe in, in, which is yeah, it's such a fascinating thing when you come to like school and debate and like how to form an argument like as a human being. Yeah, like uh, is that a tool you want to learn? Like you know, in the moral dilemma there, I thought it was a little interesting. Yeah, yeah. well, and, I mean, they straight up say it's like, oh, it's a really useful skill if you want to be like a lawyer. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that is what it's for, kind of. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh, but but again, it's like, and I think that Tina. It was not surprising that she was very successful in debate because, again, it's like you you are having to argue these things that mm-hmm. you don't necessarily believe in. But Tina also has a very creative and unconventional way of thinking. True. So I think she's able to form arguments that she believes in, even if it's she doesn't necessarily believe in the cause itself. Absolutely. Though... She definitely believed in the cause itself in the end. In the end, absolutely. I loved the the uh, the Nick Kroll playing the what's it called the debate teacher. Oh yes, he was so funny when he was off. He's like, I'm off school property. I'm drinking wine or whatever. That yeah, was, that was really cute. That like hotel that they went to was nice. Yeah, it was like a really nice hotel yeah. for overnights. I used to do speech and debate, and we, oh, the hotels we went to were never that nice. Mm-hmm. Well, and I liked too Tina's dilemma going into it of. Uh, Again, where she was, like, there was a lot of nice sort of, like, Tina and Linda moments of Linda, like, giving Tina advice as a girl who's yeah. starting to explore the the very complicated, multifaceted world of dating and relationships. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, And that, you know, she basically, that Tina was having this meltdown, sort of, understandably, because she's about to go on this overnight with this guy who she's dating, but she doesn't really like. Right. Not in that way. Right. and Who's she, super into her. So into, so her. into her. And and she really wants to break up with him, but she's like, I can't until we do after, this thing. Until yeah. after this is over. We need his morale high until then. Yeah. 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 And then she just reaches her breaking point. Yeah. So. I mean, and her breaking point is Reese Darby. Yep, yep. <laughs> I know. I love that Sasha's so like, this cute. exchange student from somewhere, and he's like, New Zealand! And I was like, yeah, okay, we all already <laughs> knew that. We know. But I didn't know if they were going to come up with some, like, weird fake location. <laughs> he, I loved her. I loved when she sees him initially. She's like, can you, can you, can you play that again? Can you play that again? Can you zoom and enhance? Zoom yeah, in it. They're like, it, zoom doesn't, in it doesn't it, zoom. We don't have zoom in. and enhance. <laughs> this is not a thing. Yep. Uh, but speaking of uh, manipulating the camera, the other story that we got in this was the wonderful uh, Meat Man oh. tale. Oh, my boy. I loved Meat Man. I, I, that's like almost all I can say. Is just It was delightful. The Bob tearing up at the end when he watched the finished Meat Man film. I love it. And then he, at the beginning, meat is not a toy. Yeah. Well, that was the thing was basically there was like this big pan of meat uh, that they I were going to 
throw out. Yeah. And uh, they dropped it. Yeah. And so Bob was like, oh, I can't do anything with this. And the kids, uh, Gene and Louise, were like, oh, we just want to can we let can us we play with it? the meat. Yeah. And Linda's like, oh, let the kids have the meat. And so they yeah. do. They form this creature. Uh, and they think it's so cool. They want to take a picture of it. So Jean goes upstairs to get Linda's cell phone. All you have to do is ask her a math problem. And then she goes, oh, there's a calculator on the phone and hands you the phone. And Jean ran away with it. I love that Linda had a flip phone, by the way. Amazing, yeah. I love Uh, that they have to trick their mom into giving the cell phone. Yeah. And uh, they take pictures of this creature on the phone. And then they realize, and then Luis is like, oh, wait, if we move it a little bit and take pictures in rapid succession... Then we'll have stop, stop motion, motion animation. Yeah, I was uh, so happy they came to that too as a thing. I was like, oh, "That's so exciting!" Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then they had to delete all the pictures off of Linda's phone. I book. know it was just pictures of your kids. <laughs> <laughs> like, and I love that they don't care about pictures. Uh, I didn't either as a kid. Like, yeah, and I, I and they that. cut basically a teaser trailer to show uh, their parents. Yes, which was wonderful. Like, yeah, no, yeah I, it I'm was like it man. was like their own little personal live Kickstarter where they just the only. People they were trying to get money from it was, was the parents. The parents. Yeah. Uh, and that, and the parents decide that their uh, list of demands is totally reasonable, and they decide to fund this film. Yeah. And oh man, and it goes pretty great. It like, does, except uh, for the fact that it is made out of meat, so it yeah, starts rotting, starts getting old. Yep, yep. Uh, eventually, we get flies, which is pretty gross. Yeah, but then we get the Teddy on on crew gives them firecrackers. Yeah, because Teddy because that's. Yep. He's a solution guy on set. He doesn't want to be I, a, I know, we can't I love do that, that guy. When Bob was like, you really shouldn't give my children firecrackers. And he's like, well, come on. Yeah, that's not the guy I am on set, though. Yeah. Like, Okay. Yeah. I love I love people who do that. They're like, that's not the person I am around here. Like, yeah. I'm around here. They okay. like they've assigned themselves this role and right. so they're just gonna commit to it completely. So mm-hmm. every every action they do, they will justify as supporting right. the, the part that they are playing. Um, but I loved too that like the kids knew exactly how to pitch it to like get their parents interested. Yeah. In it. <laughs> Oh, that was fun. And I love that uh, Hugo and Ron show up, of course, to kind of throw a monkey wrench. But then if you offer him a credit, Hugo is all about it. I loved also, uh, this is just a small thing, but we've talked about like wanting a a Bob-Ron relationship to blossom. Yeah. And I noticed that the one to say, and Ron, was Bob. Yeah. He was like, and and Ron, Ron's there too. They're like, (laughs) Hugo! And and Ron. Yeah, I'm waiting for them to be friends. It's going to happen. Yeah, because Ron is, he always is just sort of like the the, the man on the outside. Yeah. I like him. Yeah, I like him too. And we've seen that he's not as terrible as Hugo is, though I I loved, actually, in the previous episode when Linda, uh, when they brought up Hugo, and uh, and Linda was talking about how Tina, you know, should break up with, uh, you know, just tell it to to Henry straight about how how they they should break up, and Mm -hmm. Bob's like, "Uh, you left him a breakup song on his answering machine (laughs) in regards to Uh. Hugo. She's like, "Uh, it was a rap. Yeah, it was a rap, Bob. Which obviously made it more sensitive sure more emotionally real i guess yeah i don't know mm-hmm. uh but yeah so they, they it's this crazy like love affair between meat man and lorna mm-hmm. and he's who's ooh, the wild card yeah, the, the, yeah and also a barbie doll yeah like she's yeah. a barbie doll yeah. um and i i love in the like little snippets of meat man that we did see like you just see the kids hands like moving the action figures yeah. around yeah they're not they're not they have no illusions about it they're yeah. hands in this yeah well and they filmed everything on a cell phone yeah. too 
Yeah. Oh, and I loved that like they got all of the angles for the explosion, mm-hmm. yeah, well, everyone because, filming. Well, because basically they're like, oh, Meat Man is rotting and we're getting flies. Like yeah. we have to, we got to figure something out. Like we can't do this finale. And Linda's like, oh, Lorna would not be into this guy anymore. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and, it's a little late to talk about what Lorna would be into. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Says Jean, I think. Uh, and they decide that, you know, they're just going to stick the dynamite in Meat Man. In his butt. And yep. And blow him up mm-hmm. because that was where the bomb was the whole time. Yeah. You could never find it because it was in his butt. It was up his butt. God, that's the best premise for a movie <laughs> ever. Uh, and so they, yeah, they decide they're going to blow up Meat Man, and uh, that again, that's when you know Hugo and Ron show up, and you have that whole interaction. Yeah, and you then, can't explode rotten meat all over your store, right? And then he's like, Well, if you give me a credit, <laughs> yeah. then okay, yeah, he has a valid point. You cannot do that. Well, but I also, lo- I loved know. his proposed ending too, where he was like, He's like, No, you just have him get in a car and drive out of the, off into the sunset, knowing that nobody's ever gonna see him again. And they're like, That's a terrible ending. <laughs> like, that was the ending of the movie Drive. <laughs> Ron loved that movie, he cried. Yeah, <laughs> I I loved also that at the end of the credits of Meat Man in mm. the in our credits mm-hmm. we had a tiny like addition like Ron was kind of play, like a like and a footnote Ron, yes. yeah yeah like they're like oh yeah we forgot Ron and then they like pasted it on yeah yeah oh my gosh and lived it but they did they ended up they ended up lighting the dynamite uh, and exploding Meat Man and and everybody just got their cell phones out yeah. to record it and it was a beautiful thing it was like it a was. John Woo movie yep yeah. yeah. Uh, I, again, it's like I my my only complaint about this episode is I want to see Meat Man from start to finish. Yes, uh, if we can make a formal request, mm-hmm. it's for Meat Man to be released in its entirety to the public, who deserves it and loves it very well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Meat Man was a it was a good time. Yeah, the the whole episode was great. I'm yes. I'm interested to see where because I mean the thing about Bob's Burgers is like it is very episodic but they're you know the characters have growth and change yeah yeah um, and this world has growth which i it does, love like yeah. the king's head island boys coming back in yeah. this and you know we get to see uh sasha right is sasha, that yeah. yeah yeah uh, yeah uh, yeah i just <laughs> and we, we i think i mentioned him earlier but keegan michael key's character who uh, was in the the cheerleader episode came back in the debate club because of course he is yeah yeah of course yeah he's that kind of guy definitely oh my gosh and so i so i think for me it's like i'm curious to see where the Tina Jimmy Jr. relationship is going to be yeah. after this, because we've been seeing so much like kind Gross. of nice relationship stuff yeah. out of the two of them lately. That it was interesting to go back to like, are they or on aren't again, they? Off again. I yeah. think, I, and it's great for them to be like for us as like audience members because we root for them still. Oh yeah, definitely. I mean, you don't you don't want to kill the uh, sexual tension. Oh yeah, because uh, that that's gonna ruin your show potentially. You heard it here. <laughs> I mean, there there have been shows that have, uh, you know, if you it, let them get together, it just stops. Being it, you know, it was a little, uh, it was a little interesting for me, like watching, uh, you know, The Office and stuff. I remember, like, once Jim and Pam got together. Spoilers for The Office. Whoa, I guess. Um, for the one person out there who hasn't seen The Office, yeah, exactly. It was like uh, when Jim and Pam got together. I was like, oh, I don't, I don't know. Like, obviously, I was happy for them. Yeah, you're rooting you're for them to get like, together. No, but what do I but care about? But you're also like, yeah, show. exactly. Because that <laughs> what was am like I waiting for? Such a crucial part mm-hmm. of that of show. The anticipation. Yeah. 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 Because I agree. Like, with a show like The Office that's so evergreen and every episode is, like, a day in the life, like, yeah. what are you waiting for if not, like, romantic things? You know yeah. what I mean? No, it's absolutely true. Yeah, because Just it's saying. like that's 
that's like a little bit of excitement yeah. in, in your very that's otherwise mundane promise. day. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yep. Yeah. Uh, anyway, but yeah, two yeah. two really, really good episodes overall. Yeah. Really good episodes for Tina, which I always uh, always love. She's my uh, my my girl. She's she's grown so much, and we're so happy to be here watching her. Which sounds so cheesy, but like we, uh, yeah, I like this show is so close to I feel like uh, being honest and real and and earnest and genuine yeah it's just such a genuine show exactly I mean and that's that's the thing that that works so well about it and continues to work so well about it and you know there were a couple episodes and the the last couple episodes they were they were good um certainly the the one last week was better than the one the previous week right you know, it it is always nice to see Bob's come back to like those episodes that really have a lot of like yeah. heart behind and them, vibrance, and like yeah, such well done st- like writing and structure and character and ah, oh, I love it. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Delightful. Uh, it's a it's a good good time. Yes. Uh, anything else you want to talk about before we uh, start wrapping things? Oh up man, here? I mean, uh, goodness. Uh, oh, I wrote down some burgers of the day. Oh, please tell me. I got uh, for those about to Roquefort, We <laughs> salute you. Okay, I like it. I got the Ocon Pear burger. <laughs> okay. Uh, okay. And then I have uh, the Choice are back in town. I like that one. Yep. That one's that one's the one I'd order. Yep. The choice are back in yep. town. And then uh, we had the two exterminators, uh, Dale's Dead Bug, and what was the other one? Oh, this... House of Debuggin. I was going to say, Dale's Dead Bug and the propane, are the propane one, for, is, were they both in the same one? They were, yeah. This, this is a bunch of King of the Hill references, yeah. right? Mm, I see it. Getting I clever, see throwing that things in, those things in there, Bob's Burgers. Mm-hmm. I, I really loved, um, let's see. I love so much about this this the, these episodes that I I mean um oh. I loved Bob's uh since Magic Mike comment that Yes, Bob, yes. Yeah. I I do have another quote written down that I really liked which was when uh Henry showed up. First of all, I love that the whole family was like, "Well, Henry's he's he, he's present. Yeah. He's here." Uh and uh and when he goes upstairs and he goes, "Hello, Mr. Belcher. How are sports?" Yep. Yep, love it, love it. That's exactly <laughs> the kind of thing that I would have said at that age. Yep. Uh, <laughs> none, I, none of the specific ones, because I don't know you, but whatever right, ones you right. might, might enjoy. Right, and then Gina Louise, how are your studies? It's like, man, he really did his research. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, no. <laughs> it was pretty great, though. I loved, I loved that, because, uh, you know, New Zealanders and Australians say no worries quite frequently. That it's kind of true. a thing yep. they say. No worries. I, I say it quite quite a bit as well. But I just loved uh, Tina's turnaround after she kisses him. No worries. Like, yes. This is really cute. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Just delightful. Just this whole, both of the episodes, like I said, delightful. Yep. It was, uh, yeah, it was great. They yeah. were both, uh, it was it was a good, good time all around. Yep. Good Solid stuff. Solid hour of television. Coming down the Bob's Burgers train, uh, which is apparently uh, continuing next yeah. week. There's another episode. Can't stop this Bob train. I know. It was so off and on for the beginning of this season. It was like, it was so, someone consistently every other week. I feel like we're like Tina and Jimmy Jr. over here. And on again, off again. On again, off again. But now we're on again, and mm-hmm. I couldn't be happier. And uh, the name of the episode. 
episode is something that sounds like it's an Easter episode. It has something to do with eggs. Easter is coming. It is. It is. Yep. Uh, It is called Eggs for Days. So uh, that sounds like it's going to be a little uh, Easter special there. And then there's no episode titles after that. So uh, we'll see. That might be it for a moment. We will see. Mm -hmm. Uh, I will not be here next week. Uh, I will be um, away for my mom's birthday. Oh, well, happy birthday, Mama Five. Yeah. uh, It's a a good one. It's a big one. She's very excited. I'm coming to visit. That's awesome. I I will be uh, spending the next Bob's Burger Sunday with my family. The best way. Yeah, who are decidedly uh, not quite as quirky as the Belchers, <laughs> but we but we all love and support each other just as much. That's, so that's, that's all uh, you need. That's all a good thing. Uh, so uh, Andrew, uh, good uh, good talking Bob's with you. Great always, talking man. Bob's with you yeah. too. Uh, Where can people find you on the find internet? Me on keep the, up with what you're doing. Please keep up with what I'm doing and find me on uh, Twitter at, at AndrewMena or on my website at www.andrewmenacomedy.com or uh, find me at, on some of these other After Buzz shows. Oh uh, yeah. Are I'm you su- are you talking about Iron Fist too? I was talking about Iron Fist but I didn't do it through After Buzz. I was on Black Hollywood Live for some reason. So if you want to <laughs> watch me talk about that uh, with that crew uh, pop on over to Black Hollywood Live our sister station and check that out because that is entertaining. I, I feel like I that's think... a really interesting discussion about Iron Fist. Isn't it? Yeah. Oh man. We, yeah. we had a good old time. Yeah. So if you're interested in Iron Fist or the thoughts that someone like me might have on that, check that out. I actually just had uh, someone tweet at me saying that they felt like they've lost a piece of their soul and Iron <laughs> Fist was an epic failure. Can uh, I just say, I finished it and then I went home and I watched Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles and I was like, okay, I'm alright. <laughs> yeah, 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 This yeah. is better now. Cool. I great. feel better Everything's now. Everything's better. Everything's yeah. all better. So you know what? If for those of you feeling that way, just go watch Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. <laughs> or uh, I, I was going to mention, I'm starting the Samurai Jack after show that I'm really excited about this coming uh, uh Saturday the 1st, the first of the month. So nice. that is not a joke. That is not April Fool. We are totally doing that. I love so Samurai join Jack. us for that. It's a good time. And Oof, I'm Emma Fife. I can be found all over the internet wherever Emma Fife's are sold at my <laughs> name, Emma Fife, E-M-M-A-F-Y-F-F-E. Uh, a lot of my After Buzz shows are coming to a close, but I do lots of other stuff on the internet. Uh, you can catch me, uh, most importantly, uh, every Friday night on twitch.tv slash hyperrpg uh, playing a, 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 participating in a show called Pencils and Parsecs, where we play a Star Wars tabletop RPG yeah. called Edge of the Empire. Uh, it is a whole lot of fun. We we get in we get into some trouble. You uh, certainly do. Yeah, it's uh it's it's getting dicey right now. <laughs> uh, we're like infiltrating uh, an Imperial base that I talked my way into mostly. Uh, it's it's great. You guys should watch it. Uh, there's but it, there's a lot of gruesome deaths. I warn you, this is not your father's Star Wars. Uh, <laughs> this is brutal uh, Star thank Wars. Thank you guys so much for joining us. Uh, Andrew will be here next week. Uh, it's true. Holding down the fort, continuing to talk about all things Bob's Burgers. So uh, he will see you then, and I'll see you around the internet. Bye. Bye, guys. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 